Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. Oh, no. You know what that sound means? That's a grip it and rip it. It's time to party. (laughs) We are going to get you ready for the ball this evening. Yes, I am. Just like in the Regency period, I'm having a white claw. (laughs) Just like the finest ladies. Am I Lori Chattington? Is that it? Yes, you are. That's correct. So if you missed it last week, we also talked about Regency balls. He, he, he. And basically, uh, last week we covered uh, Lady Quality. Yes. And Lady Quality was throwing a ball for her son, Quincy Quality, mm-hmm. because Lady Quality needed Quincy to get married and get out of the house. And, That's right. And this episode, in that episode, I played Lady Quality throwing yep. the ball. Mm-hmm. And this week, I am Lori Chattington, the daughter of Kathy Chattington, who's a real Chatty Kathy, but I am the most eligible bachelorette, right? For Quincy. Uh, for Quincy. Yes. That is at least what Lady Quality hopes. Yes. There's a rich fiction here. This is, can I just say? Yeah. I know this is, uh, we're still in the beginning stages, but I'm going to say, I think this is better than Downton Abbey. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think the, oh, what's that? <gasps> I just heard from the critics. They agree. Well, Downton Abbey was an entire century later. Yeah, so that's why this is better. That's we got why there this first. is better. Yeah. This is more like Bridgerton or Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, this is better than all of those. All those? Yeah, put together. Okay. Yeah. First things first, I'm going to go get my nails done. No. Oh, okay. Uh, That's what I would do. Your nails should be trimmed close and clean, but there's no, like, doing it. There's no polish? I mean, no. Nail polish really isn't a thing for a lady of your stature. Eventually it would be, though, right? I mean, I guess so. Like, when was nail polish instituted? Invented? Sure. I mean, there people have always had like paint and okay. stuff. Like uh, ancient Egyptians painted their nails, but like, what do you when you picture Lori Chattington? What do you picture? Okay, uh, for the ball, we will go over the specifics. No, of the no, time. I mean her as a person. What am I like? What are you like? I think I'm probably smarter than Quincy, right? I think that's one of the reasons Lady Quality is hoping I will marry Quincy. Okay, because I am a so- this is the Regency, right? So it's the expectation that I'll fix him. Um, that was still okay and not at all sexist. I mean, it was sexist, but they didn't know better. And so I- Or they se- didn't care. Or they didn't care. I seem stable and smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wise beyond my years. I'm mature. Okay. And I'm also banging. All right. Well, Absolutely smoke show. Not so much of that really matters, but are you rich? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, and you know what we've got? Land. Okay. That's, so you are land rich. That's well, old money. Yeah, lady quality's rich. Uh, yes. But the thing is, it's not as established as the Chattingtons. We're an okay. old family. Okay. And so you were in London for the season because your father is a lord and he presides yeah, lord in the House of Lords. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think you would be technically a lady yet if your father is still alive. No, lady quality is the lady. Lady quality. But I'm, you're not. I'm just Laurie Chattington. You're just Laurie physicist (laughs) no 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 you could be you could be accomplished that means um that you read you play instruments the cello right was the cello a thing for ladies then i don't know not really flute i'm a flautist no violin oh violin definitely and harp 
both of and them. harp. Yeah. Okay. And um, chess. You okay? I don't. I don't really know if chess is one of the things that was expected, but you could paint. I definitely paint and archery. I do all of it. All, I'm unstoppable. All of it. And animal husbandry. Uh, not and really. Home brewing. I think that you're. You might have. Yeah. So I went too far. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm an assassin. No. Okay. All right. So on the day of the ball, you would wake up at dawn. Okay. Just a reminder, folks at home, this ball's starting at like 9 p.m., right? Yes, but you live at least two hours away from the site. So you will need to leave your home two hours before sundown in order to get there early enough to not be... Um... So we we had the ball scheduled for the week of the full moon. Correct. Right? So we have and the natural lighting. And it's supposed to be clear skies tonight. Right. But we also want to make sure that we don't set off in the dark. Yeah, right? no, yeah, no. So yeah. we want to try and finagle it so that you have good lighting for the travel. So you want to be ready to go once the carriage is ready. Is now, the thing. with a two-hour distance, am I staying there? Or, or, no. No. We're, we're going back in the morning? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I guess two hours isn't that far by carriage, like distance-wise by carriage. That's probably pretty standard, huh? Yeah. Okay. Am I getting ready before we leave? Yes. Okay, so I'm not rolling out in like a sweatsuit, and then I'm going to get dressed once we get there? Nope, they didn't have those. Sweatsuits? Nope. Oh, man. Um, okay, so you will receive a morning cup of tea and cheese on toast uh-huh. uh, because you'll be expected to sup later with your family probably before you leave. So breakfast with your family around 9 or 10. Okay. Uh, but because you're up so early, you want to have a little food. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So you want to make sure that you are clean, right? It's very important. You will have a pitcher and a basin. Okay. Um, and you would have, they, they did bathe occasionally. Uh, it wasn't an everyday thing. and But you wouldn't want, you would have had to bathe like recently because you don't want to do it all today because that takes a long time, right? Because you yeah. have to heat up the water. You don't really have indoor plumbing, like all that kind of stuff, right? It sounds terrible. So you would have done that recently, but not today. Today you're just using your pitcher and basin. Okay. Um, and because you are, you know, of, of landed means, gentry means, yeah. means, uh, you have a wash ball. What do you think a wash ball is? Huh? Well, I know what I want it to be. Okay. I want it to be like one of those big inflatable balls that you get inside and roll around, but no. it's got like soapy. No, a wash ball. Is it like soap or? It is. So it's a particular, uh, very popular, uh, type of soap that would be, Large enough to fit in the palm of your hand. It's spherical and it's floral scented. Oh, that's nice. Um, so you scrubby, scrubby, scrubby. And then uh, you can start getting things ready. Now, at, at this point, you may have had maids help you dress. Okay. Uh, there were a few things that were a little tricky. Um, things like your stays. Do you sure. know what your stays are? Oh, my stays. Those aren't like the ribbing, right? Of it my, is. Yeah, the um, ribbing of my corset and at whatever. At this point, corsets 
weren't really in fashion because corsets are were um, used a little later in the 19th century um, because they really affected the womanly shape, right? Sure. Um, stays were used as more of support, right? Uh, think a a wired bra, like an underwire, yeah, like an underwire, plus a very like slimming um, tank top, right? So it sure. did go all the way from the armpit down to the hips. Your foundations, right? foundations, right? Certainly. Got it. Um, but not like Spanx, right? Was it like Spanx? I mean, no, Lycra wasn't invented at but all. But I mean, the idea of it, of like, we're not changing the shape, we're just controlling, like, the lines. Is that the idea? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so you will need help with that. But you can do your makeup yourself because it is very easy. Yeah. Um, so the French Revolution a few years back really um, took a lot of makeup out of fashion. Right. We we started to frown on decadence. Right. Um, so more natural is more the thing, right? Um, so fair skin is all the rage for your uh, social status, of course. Um, and so this pale skin came with it as a status symbol, um, showing that you didn't have a tan, right? Um, so you have, have pretty pale skin okay. being an indoor kid. Um, but you may want to accentuate that skin by painting on a pale blue vein. Huh. Which you could put on your face or on your decolletage. I see. Okay. Um, and... To show just how thin my skin is? Yep. Thin, okay. Thin and pale. What if you ran out of blue and you had to do green? That would I probably pretty frowned on, right? Mm, yeah. I don't uh, this veining trend was to make you appear translucent. Okay, got it. Gross. Sure. Um, and so then you may have a blemish that you need to hide, just a singular, like, say, smallpox scar. Right? Sure. Um, and at this point, the beauty patch is in vogue, um, which could be as much as a small silk kind of circle, or as little as just using a pencil, uh, a writing pencil or, or whatever else you would use for um, your skin to just make a little beauty mark on top of it. Okay. Right? Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, a, little, a little eyeliner for your unsightly blemish. Okay. Um, so next is your cheeks and your lips. Pink and red is always in fashion for cheeks and lips. Well, it becomes a neutral in both makeup and uh, nails. Is that right? I mean, yeah, eventually. Um, so you would have, in the 18th century, people would have, like, really done it up with, like, bright colors and firm circles yeah. and, and things like that. But that's not what we're doing. More subtle. Is how we go in I'm this I'm going to do time. it like tiger stripes or maybe like a unicorn face no, paint. Nope. I'm nope. a kitty. Uh, you could use powders like a carmine or a kenna root or vermilion, which is toxic, by the way. Yeah. Um, that would have been blended into a balm. Now, some were available commercially, but a lady like you probably wouldn't have bought it. You probably would have made it. And by made it, I mean had your... Yeah. Maids, servants, make it. And this could be achieved by, there, there's a book that talks about this, uh, The Art of Beauty 
was written in 1825. So still, you know, still in fashion. Um, and you would have two ounces of honey, an ounce of wax, an ounce of silver litharge, uh, and myrrh. That one doesn't sound great. Myrrh either. I don't know much about anything, but oh, that's a big, bold statement, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm betting uh, those last two are probably not great to rub on your face. It's a sulfuric compound. Sure. Um, used in oil refining and to make batteries. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so then you would mix that all together over a low fire and add milk of roses or eau de cologne or some other perfume or whatever, right, to make it smell better. I'm not wild. Can I just say in general? I know that there's like corrosive things and you talked about like myrrh and vermilion and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm also just not, there's something about the idea of putting honey like directly on my face that makes me think like, ah, oh, bugs. And like, I'm really worried about that, right? I mean, like, it's not a lot of honey. This is not for a single application. Okay. It's like a little pot that you would hold on to. And you got to get use something to make it stick on your lips. I guess. It just makes me feel like when you eat like cake or a donut or something, you get icing on your face. And it's like, well, this isn't the worst thing, but I definitely like know it's there. I can feel it on my face and hate it. Well, you don't wear a lot of lip gloss, but it it, it feels very similar to honey. I guess that's true. Okay. So But I don't like the idea of lip gloss. Yeah, I have no problem with lipstick or bump, but lip gloss. Uh, yeah, it's pretty sticky. Okay. This would have only taken you a little under an hour. To perfect and apply and really take your time and sure. make sure that this is well. And then selfies. Time for hair. Oh, okay. Now, here's what I picture for hair, right? And maybe this is just based off of seeing, like, stage versions of Pride and Prejudice. But, like, pulled into a bun, mm-hmm. most of your hair, like, a uh, pretty high bun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two ringlets of hair coming down off the front. Okay, not just two. You probably would have had a lot of ringlets, not just around the front, but around your ears, kind of like to soften your the sides of your face, down around your neck. That feels Grecian, too. It feels like, exactly. yeah. Exactly. This is what they were trying to emulate, not only with the hair, but also with the dress that we're going to talk later. Very frolicky. Uh, you know, very, they called it classical, yeah. right? This is very neoclassical. Um, so and men's hair too was there was like short and you had those little curls sure right that was very Caesar you mm-hmm. know those tight Roman rings um, and so you might also have a few braids or pla- plates plaits sorry I read that <laughs> I, I, I understand braids what you meant. or plaits um, and you know you might have thrown a twist in there somewhere it. It should be back and up off your face, but it can be a little decorative. Now, that's if we're fine. doing wigs, though, we touched on this last week. That's probably older generation, right? Probably, uh, you know, trying to still flur, you know, do a flourish or two, right? And of marrying age, fifteen to seventeen, you would not have worn a wig at this point. Wow, that's a really horrifying just time of oh, marrying age. You know, like fifteen to seventeen. Holy, <laughs> okay, yeah, um, okay. So, let's talk a little bit about the dress. Oh, I can't wait. But first, how about a word from some other Max Fun shows? Awesome. Awesome. 
you're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Cruciola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Okay, so here's what I'm picturing from my dress. Okay. Big shoulders. Big shoulder. Plenty O'Toole, right? You know what I mean? Plenty O'Toole. And then uh, maybe, and listen, this is where I'm willing to negotiate. I'm wanting cheetah print, but if all we have is like a zebra or a tiger or even giraffe, I'll take it. Not my fave. But I don't want the whole thing, right? I want some uh, just tasteful uh, areas, of of cheetah print, right? Maybe down the signs, right? And then the rest of it is going to be very, uh, I'm going to say, very sleek black dress. Uh, I'm not too high above the knee, right? Because I'm trying to still go off the idea that I'm, you know, a good marriage material. But I definitely want to show off the gams, right? How close am I? You are way, way away. We're talking miles away okay. from a too what would have been expected. I get it. Okay. First of all, printed fabric uh, in the sense that, you know, screen printed was not available at this time. It would have been hand painted if you had anything on your on your clothes or embroidered. But anyway, that is not the style. I was joking. Okay. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I, I started to so. see your face get more and more concerned <laughs> as I was doing it. It's probably more like linen or like cotton. Right, and it's usually probably white with some, maybe some embroidery or ribbons or something for a thing. Fairly flowy. Uh, okay, flowy. Yes. So we're we're thinking ancient Greek. So we're thinking toga esque. Uh huh. Right, but less shoulder. Less shoulder. So it would have been a square or shallow V neck, mm-hmm. um, because you do want to uh, the breast was showcased in a kind of high situation. Like high or no, like, like oh high. Up, up high. Okay, up high. Up high. Not like high. <laughs> Look over here. Uh, th- I mean, anyone who's seen any picture of Bridgerton will see that. that you had the basically like a boob bump up like top, right? Way up in there, yeah. Right, where it was even like you would push against so that you would have a, a bulge of breasts, some decolletage up there, there, right? 
not quite push against, but it was lifted. Okay. Right. We're not talking about the higher corsets of like like the French uh like aristocracy. We already think we're like basically we make everything flat so it all comes up. That's right. not it. They're supposed to be mounded. Okay. But very lifted. Now at this point was the um I'm trying to think of a delicate way to say this, but was the uh preferred what was the uh was it was it uh small breasts was that in vogue was that the thing at this point um as far as i can tell all boobs are good boobs no this is absolutely true i'm saying just from the time period was there a, like oh that's no, the ideal no? no okay all boobs are good boobs in this time okay great um okay so was we, this the did the skirt start yes empire waist, waist. The, okay great. empire waist is what we were talking about which starts right underneath the breast right um so you have this kind of we talked earlier about your stays right uh right and so you would want that to be like the slimmest part right right underneath the breast that's where your empire waist would start and then it would fall down very flowy Right. right. Um, so we're talking about things like uh, silk or taffeta or organza or things like that. Oh, okay. So not um, quite as loose as like cotton or linen. Or well, anything. I mean, that was everyday stuff. Oh, okay. I got gotcha, want gotcha. We want the good stuff. I see. Um, and it was very sheer and very delicate colors, especially for balls. I'm reminded of Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley where they have an all white Dress yes. code for the ball, right? That was very popular. And was this the sleeves where it's poofy sleeves but short? So it's like coming down to like mid bicep, but it's yeah. like yeah. pretty uh, I mean, they ball could, shaped. Uh, or not. They could they were just short sleeves. Right. There were all types of different uh different shapes of the sleeve. But you would want short sleeves because you would be dancing. Oh, and it's summer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, you have chosen powder blue for your dress. I have. You have because am I this, blonde? This because that would go well with blonde. Certainly, certainly. But it's more because if I'm a redhead, I'm going for a light green. I think that's obvious, right? It's more about your complexion. You're you're renowned for your lovely fair complexion, and so the blue really brings out the translucentness of your skin. Okay. Because I, right now, Travis, with my color, well, not the purple, but the brown I naturally am, I would have gone a light yellow. Okay. Right, because I think that that's going to pump. I'm going for a bell kind of look there, right? Sure. I, you know, it's just now occurring to me, I want you to know, all three of these, purely based on, and I didn't mean it on purpose, Disney princesses. Oh. I went Snow, no, not Snow White. I went uh, Cinderella. Okay. And then I went Ariel. <laughs> and then I went Belle. Very nice. Um. So... A little bit more about the about the dress. Uh, you would have the skirt kind of gathered at the back with a little poof. Uh-huh. And probably a short train that would have been pinned up for dancing. But not like a bustle or no, uh, no, 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 a, no. A, the roll one that's not that doesn't go all the way around. But a bum roll. A bum roll. But just like a little bit just, of butt. Just a little bit. Okay. You want you want the hint. The hint of butt. Of butt. With just a hint of butt. Um, and so this is all evening wear. Um, during the day, you may have seen where scarves or like kind of like lace 
triangles were kind of like tucked into dresses over top of your chest. Um, that would be a daytime look. But not, not here. The not girls here. are out. That's right. And now I've got a fan, I assume, right? Yes, you would have a fan. And you would also have gloves. Uh-huh. Uh, gloves were popular to be um, above the elbow. Sure. Right? And uh, you would have white leather gloves. How am I eating hamburgers then? You would only be able to take them off to eat. And I oh, don't okay. think hamburgers are on the menu. More like ribs? No. Remember uh, white white soup? And oh, right. various cold and cured meats. Now, with the hair, am I doing any like feathers or bows you or could adornments? Do, you could. You could do feathers, beads. You could do a tiara. Bees? You could do it. Sorry, go on. A turban. Um, small things that would like accentuate the hair. But this isn't like fascinator territory, right? I don't have a tiny hat on. Oh, you might. You could yeah? wear a tiny hat. Well, I might wear a I tiny mean, hat. I mean, it wouldn't be like the tiny hat that you're thinking of, steampunk style. No, I wasn't thinking of that. It Maybe would, I was. <laughs> it would more be kind of, um, it would look like a little bowl. Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So you can wear a little bit of jewelry. Uh, simple chain necklaces are in vogue. Also pearls. Um, that would go well with my dress. That would go well with your dress. Little small drop earrings were appropriate for your age group. Um, so those could also be pearl or most likely silver or gold. Right? I'm going to wear pearl earrings. I didn't want to because mm-hmm. I'm a little self-conscious about my ears. Everyone else says they're beautiful, though. But I, Lori Chattington, I'm a little self-conscious about But My mother bought me these beautiful earrings, so I'm wearing them. Wearing them to please her, and everybody is complimenting them. But it's not helping, right? Because in my head, I know what my ears look like. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. You get it, right? I, I get it. Okay. And then the last accessory is your reticule, which is a small bag. Okay. Why? Okay. A reticle. Or a, yeah, I think that's something else now where in video games, it's the little like crosshairs in the middle where you aim oh, for it. Oh, reticule. And so for some reason, you said that, and it made me think I was going to wear... I don't know why my brain left to this, but a little monocle. It's just like, I've got all this dress and also my monocle. No, it's a very, very small purse. It probably could only hold a few coins, um, maybe some smelling salts or a bouquet or something. Okay. Um, And an energy bar. So this probably took you, with the help of your maids, two and a half hours or so, maybe a little less. Um, because your shoes were fairly simple. They're, you know, think ballet flats that we would have now. Yes. Um, and, you know, you it's not a lot of layers. There's not a lot of stuff to wear. And it's summer, so you wouldn't have any stoles or jackets or anything. Um, so now you just waiting. Okay, I'm going to ask this question, and this is going to reveal how little I know about time and history. Mm-hmm. Photos? No. No, okay. Mm -mm. Okay. No, uh, you would use this time to do some reading or writing your letters or. Why didn't I start getting ready later in the day then? Because you had to be ready once the carriage was ready. Poor planning, frankly. (sighs) They didn't even have TV or nothing. I could I could be watching Mentalist right during that time. Lori <laughs> Chattington dreams of the day. Ah, oh, if only there was a box in which I could watch a blonde man solve crime simply by observing people well. And once he was psychic, ah, those were the days. And people would say, "Lori, what are you talking about? This is nonsense." And she's like, "Someday, someday there will be a mental person on TV." 
I'm really into the mentalist right now. You are. It's okay. true. Well, I would say that you are ready to catch Quincy quality. You I, are. There you won't are gonna... be much. If anything, he's catching me. I don't know that I want to marry Quincy. I mean, listen, the title's there. It's great. His family's very prominent in London society, right? And we're from, where did I say we were from? Cornwall. Cornwall. So, like, I want to get into London society, right? Like, mainstream London society. We're old money. We're old established, but we're not really core in the thing. But, like, I'm bringing most of it to the party. You know what I mean? I don't know if uh, if that is how it would have been detailed to you. No, but that's how I see it. Oh, that's I'm how you I'm very smart. See it. Okay. Do I see anything? Hey, this has nothing to do with the history. But do I see anything within Quincy that I'm like, ah, diamond in the rough. When I marry this man, uh, I will grow to love him and he will be a good partner. I'm going to say that he is very kind, but dull. Mm, that's fine. Okay. Right? I, because I can make my own fun. I would much rather have that than a mean man who's interesting. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Doll is fine. That's fine. You okay, know? great. You're going to catch him. I mean, you say that like he's running from me, right? I will allow him to catch me. <laughs> okay. I I have that... self-respect. Okay. In in the time period, that is not the way it would have been described to I, you. That's fine, but Lori Chattington don't chase no man. Okay. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not, Yes, ending with my narrative here. Hey, I am, baby. I'm bought into it. <laughs> it's that you have not done as much character work on Laurie Chattington as I have. I have lived, ate, and braved Laurie Chattington <laughs> for the last week. All right. Okay. Am I going to get... Do I, do I marry Quincy? So, you'll have to find out. If we do another one, I mean, we should we've done, do a Regency marriage. We, have we done Regency marriage? No, we haven't. Um, But, you know... This is now the second one in this series, and we're going to take a little break. We have some really great Pride uh, biographies um, coming up. And so, you know, if you're interested in the conclusion of Laurie Chattingham um, and her beloved but droll love interest, you you guys can tweet at us, at Cast. Tweet next at us time, and let us know. Next time, I want to play Quincy. Okay. And I want to know what's required of like a Regency husband. I want to go into the full planning of it, what making a life is out from under, let's be honest, my mother's wing. Because I think once Quincy gets out there, he's going to be a lot more interesting. I think a lot of his bad behavior is rebellious, right? And with a loving partner in the form of Lori Chattingham, I think he's going to flourish. Okay, well, so that's one upvote for another, another Regency installment. Um, but, you know, we're going to take a little break because we have a few other things up our sleeves. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. So right, right off the bat, I just want to say, if you are listening to this Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I am currently in Phoenix, Arizona at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Uh, so come hang out, say hi. I'm going to be around doing a bunch of stuff. There's like panel and photos, I think, and signings and stuff. Anyways, go to phxfanfusion.com slash Travis McRoy to get tickets, and I'll be tweeting out my schedule and all of that stuff. Uh, we want to say thank you to Alex, our researcher, without whom we would not be able to make this show. Thank you to Rachel, our editor, without whom we would not be able to make this show. And thank you for listening. We can make this show without you, but why? Um, thank you to MaximumFun.org, our podcast home. Thank you to me for Did being you, a member. What? Yeah. Are you a, you're a member? 
Well, thank you to me for being a member of the McRoy family. Is what oh, I, was say. I see. Yeah, I see. so then our show is on McRoy.family because if I wasn't a member, you wouldn't be a member. That's, <laughs> That's not how true. that works. Um, yeah, go check out all the other shows there. Um, let's see, what else, Teresa? We always thank Brent, Brentelfloss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Thank you to Kayla and Wasso for our Twitter thumbnail art. That, again, is at SchmannersCast. Uh, thank you to Bruja Betty Pennant Photography for our fan-rung Facebook group picture. Uh, if you love to give or get excellent advice, join Schmanners Fanners today. Um, and, you know, thanks, for really buying into this, Travis. Hey, yeah, thank oh, wait, babe, you are speaking my language. <laughs> I love this. Um, also, in addition to tweeting at us with uh, your Regency um, Hopes, aspirations, dreams, yeah. uh, please do continue to send in topic suggestions and idioms to Alex. And that email is schmannerscast at gmail.com. Uh, say hello to her. She reads everyone. And that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.